You're listening to Once, Once Upon a Time Podcast, episode 107, just before season three. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Once, the award-nominated, unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. And I'm Jenny. And we're happy to have you listening with us and, well, listening to us and sending us your feedback. Thank you for sending your feedback for the podcast, and we look forward to upcoming stuff. We've got some great content tonight. We're going to talk about our top five moments from the second season. And then we've got a whole bunch of responses from you and many other listeners about what we hope to see in season three. Then we'll also have Hunter come on after we end the main part of the podcast. Hunter will come on and then it will be spoiler territory. Spoiler alert for that part. That's not what the spoiler alert is. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say that sentence anymore because I can't talk. What's but you matter? Get the idea. Ursula got your tongue? Probably. So let's get into this with our top five moments from the second season. And this will be going from, generally, from number five down to number one. We're going to reflect better than Sydney Glass. <laughs> <laughs> now, each of these means something differently in different ways to each of us. We don't know what each other's lists contain. But each of, each of us put these things and ordered them in this way on our list for different reasons and have different feelings about what makes it the top five. So we're going to explain why or our approach. Um, like my approach is these, I think, were the biggest moments for the plot, biggest game, game changers. Not necessarily my favorite scenes, but I think the coolest, well, I guess one of them is. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so maybe these are more cooler scenes. And uh, then each of you can share. But how about let's start ladies first. Jenny, what's your number five? Greg and Tamara kidnap Henry. Ooh. Why? Not necessarily my favorite scene, but I just thought it was an iconic moment. Yeah, because that's season three. I mean, Pretty that's much. the major setup. It's true. That. Oh, man, you just expanded my list in my head. Don't don't expand it. <laughs> okay, five. fine. Keep it five. Delete something else if you have to add something in. Fine. Did you want to say something more about that number five? Nope. That's it. Jeremy, what's your number five? Actually, my five moments are going to stand for now because the way I picked them, it was just the five moments that I like the best, I suppose. So my number five is... The arrival of the postcard that said broken. Ooh. Going to the first scene. Pretty much. I guess to explain my list, it's more like Daniel's list. What did you say again? Because you explained it really well. Um, big game changers and yeah. also a little bit of what, what I thought was the coolest thing to see. Actually, it would just be the first one. Or most fulfilling, I guess, would be one way to put it. I think my, my list would be like the most anticipated moments being fulfilled yeah yeah my number five is meeting neil in the beginning of season two not knowing that he was bellfire but 
most of us thought he was anyway. Mm -hmm. But still meeting him because season one had been all about who are these characters really? And then season two introduced us with a new mystery of who is this person? And yeah, most of the viewers figured it out or had their ideas, but it was still (laughs) really great to have a new mystery character to try and know who is this person? What is he going to do to the story? What are his intentions? All of that. So that's my number five. Plus for weeks, everybody was like, is he Balefire or Henry's father? Yeah. Some people said both, but a lot of people thought it was sort of a mutually exclusive sort of a thing. Yeah. I remember those. Those, Good days. Those days. <laughs> Jenny, number four. Snow murders Cora. Why is that on your list? Ooh. Because, well, I guess, I guess my list is more than just anticipated moments. It's kind of a surprise as well. Like, the, the biggest surprises I thought were there. Mm, yeah. And that was a huge surprise. Did you think, up until we, that point, did thought, you think she would do it? Uh, no, I knew Cora needed to die. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it to happen this way. But, you know, Cora is a big bad lady and she needed to go so i anticipated this hmm good one good one jeremy number four mm. now i'm torn <laughs> <laughs> i might have to have a couple honorable mentions later we'll just put it that way okay I, I think we could do that okay number four emma with her bug for the first time <laughs> her bug her oh oh yeah <laughs> Whatever you call it. Her car. Her yeah. car. <laughs> the yellow car. <laughs> it stood out to you that much. It was, I, I think I like explanations of the past. And you wanted the car's backstory. I did. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, as we realized what we were seeing. Hmm. My number four was discovering that the enchanted forest still exists. Because all of season one, I was thinking that the Enchanted Forest is gone. That, yes, they might be able to go back, but everything that's there was destroyed. No one was left. Everyone was taken to Storybrooke or somewhere around Storybrooke. So to learn that it still existed in this weird kind of state, I thought was really cool to see. So that's my number four. I have a question about that. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> the enchanted forest still exists but it's kind of demolished yeah in a lot of spaces like all the spaces outside of Korra's bubble yeah. right and the ogres are back yeah, yeah so it's not that it doesn't exist anymore it's just it was torn up mm-hmm. well right? yeah and that's what i'm saying is discovering that it still existed yeah was cool and that seeing things in ruins yeah. like the castle in ruins One of the things I love about the video game Portal 2 (laughs) is going back to the stuff we knew and seeing it in ruins or seeing then the history of stuff. I remember for the longest time, we thought that Fairytale Land just didn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's why that's my number four. Big moment. What's your number three, Jenny? Pinocchio's big reveal. (laughs) Oh. The typewriter, you're saying? Nope. When we actually got to see him as a wooden man. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah because we're like where's pinocchio where is he <laughs> there he is with an arrow in his leg <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> that yeah. was a pretty pretty highly anticipated moment mm, getting true. to see pinocchio yeah. 
Yeah, I'd forgotten about that because we saw, we knew what happened to him at the end of season mm-hmm. one. And, and it, we saw. How many episodes went by blink. before we saw what happened? To that him? was almost half the season. Yeah. It more was than half the season. Very highly anticipated moment. Yeah, because we saw him blink in the premiere and that was it. Yeah. And in an empty room. Mm hmm. Yeah. Jeremy, you're number three. Emma seeing her nursery, even if there should have probably been less of it left than there was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like my number four. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought that she'd go back and see that room? Hmm. Yeah. That that was a great emotional scene, too, for both Emma and Snow. Yeah, good scene. My number three was learning that Dr. Whale is Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because season one was so much about trying to figure out who are these people. And the one person, one major character or some semi-major character that no one knew yet was Dr. Whale. Mm-hmm. And so to see that mystery carried from season one into season two. That was and then answered. crazy. Yeah, it was so cool. I mean, we had a whole <laughs> who <is> episode <laughs> about who is Dr. Whale. <laughs> yeah, so. They really toyed with us. A yeah. on that one. <laughs> so that is my number three. Jenny, number two. Emma and Mary Margaret returned from Enchanted Forest. Mm. That was a big moment. It's a good moment. Out of the green cauldron of death. Yep. I remember hearing some spoilers around then of someone saying, uh, Emma and, or Jenny Goodwin and Jennifer Morrison, who play Snow and Emma, were seen with all of the other characters in Steveston, where Storybrooke is. They're like, that means they must return. And I think they're filming such and such (laughs) episodes. So they're probably going to get back in such and such. But then the way things like that go is it could be a dream, like the whole tree Uh scene from season one. Or, you know, I imagine the Enchanted Forest scenes aren't filmed that far from Steveston. They could have just been going to lunch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they do get to come back to our world for lunch. And Tiny is buying. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy, number two. Snow and Charming's real wedding. The one oh, by yeah. Lake Nostos and sort of the goodbye to his mother. Mm. I just thought that was all very well done. Yeah, unexpected too. Mm-hmm. The secret wedding. My number two was watching Cora revealed as the Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Because we theorized that from season one. And that we knew, I think, better, and there was so much more evidence for it that made sense than Dr. Whale as Frankenstein, like more prominent evidence to us. And then seeing that final reveal, people, you, our listener, remember how much we joked about that along the way and like stuff like this, this means that she's queen of hearts. She's got to be the queen of hearts because of this, this, yeah. this <laughs> throughout the season. So seeing that revealed was cool. That was my number six. <laughs> ah, okay. So that's one of my honorable mentions. And then number one, Jenny. Balefire and Rumpel Stiltskin reconciled. Oh, oh, that was good. That was a good moment. That that whole episode was filled with so many great moments. I'm still yeah. mad. <laughs> I'm still mad. <laughs> Jeremy, number one. The arrival of Storybrook. Mm. Or creation or 
whatever you want to call what happened there. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Storybrooke. Yes. The welcome of Storybrooke. Did you expect it to turn out that way? The plopping of Storybrooke onto our world. No. <laughs> A storm and camping people. No. I didn't expect it. That's very similar to my number one as well. <laughs> I, I wanted two different perspectives of this, and they both fit together, and that is seeing the curse enacted from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. We've seen the people who were affected by the curse, well, at least Snow White, as the curse came and enveloped her, but seeing the curse uh, come toward Hook and Cora, and Cora is putting up the dome there, Nod to, by the way, our friends that run Under the Dome Radio, part of the Noodle Mix Network. Check out underthedomeradio.com. They're recording their episode about the season one finale of Under the Dome just after we finish recording our episode about Once Upon a Time. So check their episode out over at underthedomeradio.com. I just made a connection. I think Cora had something to do with that show. She does make domes. She's pretty good at it. Well, so the dome and seeing the curse thing come like that, I thought was really awesome. But also then seeing, yes, in Welcome to Storybrooke, seeing Storybrooke before it existed and the curse coming and then plop, there's a town. A town. So those are our top five moments from once upon a time, what are your top five moments? Please comment on the show notes for this episode. Go to oncepodcast.com slash 107 and leave a comment there. Or you can join in our forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums and let everyone know what your top five moments were. And we might have a video about this sometime. Now that I have these lists, I can put together that top 10 moments video that I've been working on for a while. And we need to do a bottom 10. Just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll do re- that really quickly while Jeremy's talking. <laughs> Jenny and I need to think of our own separate one bottom moment of season two. Just to be fair, I mean, I know a lot of people that out there are like, kiss. <laughs> that ropey kiss would be mine. Oh, God. Wait, kiss. Wait your turn, Jenny. <laughs> Jeremy, what's your bottom one? <laughs> oh, this is too much pressure. I don't know. How do I pick my least favorite moment of season two? Just eeny, meeny, miny, moe, or point your finger at the screen. Or eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Well, I don't have them all on the screen. Let's, all right, let's see here. How about, it could be something in Tiny or in the name of the brother. There's, it's got to be in there somewhere. Hmm. It's got to be. Possibly giants running through a castle made for them and shaking it apart that might be that might be my least favorite moment of the season running giants i think i have an idea what yours is well jenny what is your bottom moment of it's the ropey kiss (laughs) (laughs) stinking ropey kiss (laughs) because we were anticipating seeing them kiss because they loved each other And that was such a letdown. It's one of those scenes that maybe it's best not to watch in high definition. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And it was between whom? It was between Stiltskin and Belle. And I'm a big Rum Belle fan. So that was a letdown. (laughs) Stupid ropey kiss. And I think my bottom moment from season two was uh, in... 
Uh, see, I think the the whole thing with Dr. Whale's backstory was okay, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. list that as my bottom moment. I think the bottom moment for me was the dragon. He was this potentially really mysterious, uh. interesting new aspect to the story. And they killed him off so quickly. No explanation, mm. nothing else. And it, it seemed like it raised far too many questions for that moment. I mean, it would be cool to maybe touch on later if they plan to do that. Mm-hmm. But it just raised so many questions in my mind that I knew they would never answer this season. And they quickly killed, killed the character off. He was like <laughs> the Nikki and Paolo of uh. Once Upon a Time. You know what? I'm surprised nobody <laughs> watched Lost, and you'll get that joke. I'm surprised neither of you said uh, Jack was a lady. I wasn't disappointed in that. You weren't? No. Oh, you weren't disappointed in Jack? Well, in, in her, yeah. Oh. But the fact that she was a lady didn't disappoint me because they oh. they're taking interesting twists on stories. Okay, yeah, I'll agree with that. I was I was disappointed in the lady Jack, but yeah. she wasn't actually a lady. It, yeah. Yeah, and the only reason I said in the name of the she brother was wasn't female. because of the story. I I remember a little more specifically now Frankenstein's father. That that whole thing didn't really uh it was weird. It was like someone had removed his emotions. <laughs> so, something in there. Okay. <laughs> So I guess I gave two. So listeners, let us know what your top five, as well as maybe what's the bottom one moment (laughs) from Once Upon a Time. We want to outbalance the bad with the good. Comment on the show notes for this episode at onespodcast.com slash 107. And special big thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. Dina81, David Newland, Lori Hancock, Chris Zeigler, and DJ Firewolf. Thank you so much, guys, for donating to make this episode of Once Podcast possible. We really appreciate the support. It helps a lot because it does cost quite a bit to run the podcast, run the server, the forums, all of that stuff. So we really appreciate the support. Thank you. And if anyone else would like to donate to help make Once Podcast continue to be possible, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. And you can also check out HostGator for all of your hosting needs. Visit oncepodcast.com slash HostGator. And if you check them out, you can have unlimited websites on one of their plans. You can pay monthly. You can pay annually. You could have a website. Start that website about Once Upon a Time or Once Upon a Time in Wonderland or Under the Dome or just don't compete with us too much or do any other TV show or any kind of website that you want to make If you can imagine it, it's very easy to build on HostGator. So check out oncepodcast.com slash HostGator. Their hosting plans are as little as just a few dollars per month, less than the cost of a single Starbucks (laughs) coffee per month. And you could have a website and that website could get really popular too. So check it out at oncepodcast.com slash HostGator. Now let's move on to... What do we expect in season three? Now, this is still spoiler free, so don't worry. But we posted messages out to Twitter and Facebook. And big thanks to you for responding. And many of our listeners responded to this, sharing what you and everyone else hopes to see in season three. And it's cool to see several people want to see some of the same things. Wow. So we... 
maybe by doing those things they could please everybody <laughs> yes it is i've possible. heard it's not possible but here's there the, it is uh mr adam and eddie here's the list <laughs> so this is this is from twitter and facebook and we're just going to share first names but we will have uh the embedded facebook post that you can read all of the comments as well as the embedded tweet so you can read everyone's twitter addresses and twitter names and follow everybody and uh, see what everyone said in response to our tweet so let's all go through this together starting with carrie carrie said more family time with the charmings how charming <laughs> charming and similar to that sarah also said we'd love to see charming teach emma to sword fight and Anne-Marie said, Emma learning magic and not all that instant knowledge about magic. I mean, Cora and Regina had to learn. That's what she said in here in her uh, comment. Jenny, take the next section. Jacqueline says, mermaids, mermaids, <laughs> mermaids, and mermaids. <laughs> Did I say mermaids yet? <laughs> Me too. I want to see mermaids and lots of mermaids, lots and lots of mermaids, and I want them to be pretty mermaids, not the ugly ones from think, Harry Potter. I think they should have fangs. No, they need to be pretty, and they need to sing, and they need to comb their hair, and they need to sit on rocks and all that good stuff. And <laughs> Sammy also agreed and just said it in one word, though: mermaids, mm-hmm. mermaids. But Shanice said specifically, Jenny, who is your favorite fairy tale character that you want to see in Once Upon a Time? Yeah, that's my favorite, (laughs) Ariel. (laughs) And also, Zoe wants to know how Ariel can travel between worlds. I think she just might, you know, splash her tail around... If she can. she gets a big whirlpool, she doesn't need a magic bean. It's her tail. If she can travel between worlds. You think she has know, a magical a big tail? If. You think Ariel should have a magical tail? I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing of how Ariel should be or shouldn't be. I don't know. Well, Adam <laughs> took this a different way and he said, for Rumpelstiltskin, not to be Ursula in the Little Mermaid arc. <laughs> Which is such a thing that people have started, and I don't know why. Like, <laughs> why? Who decided that? Jeremy, next one. That would be from Snow Bunny, who wants to know if Neil is okay. I think he will be. I think we'll be just fine. Did we? Was he unconscious the last time we saw him, or did mm-hmm. he wake up? He was, he was unconscious. unconscious. Let's just oh. hope that Mulan doesn't fall for him. It would Someone be... else's prince. Can you She's imagine? She's got a bad habit. So the premiere, they go to Enchanted Forest, and it picks up right where they left off, and they just go, he's dead. That'd be I awful. wonder who he was. <laughs> and then that's the last we see of him, or mulan or aurora or philip or the enchanted forest people would throw things at their tvs if they did that and then that would be the last any of them ever saw of any of once upon a time (laughs) yes the end unless they accidentally threw a magic bean at the tv that's (laughs) a whole other thing tv and maybe they'd go in 
Well, Jessica and someone with some Greek symbols in their name, <laughs> Rocio, Rocio, uh, both said very similar um, that they want a Neil and Emma reunion. Aww. But also Jessica wants to see a Rumple and Neil reunion as well. Father and son. I bet there will be. There has to be. I mean, that's why the whole curse was created. Mm. So that they could be together. And Jenny, next one from Tori. Is that what that says? Um, yeah, it's worth some it's Greek letters. Tori with the backwards <laughs> R. Tori wants to see Rumple and Regina's backstory together. Rumple and Regina. Yeah, and so similarly, Hogwarts Stiltskin <laughs> says yes. he wants to see, or she, or whoever, how Rumple got Regina. How we got her tears. And I glanced at that and thought it said ears, and that's a whole <laughs> different story. <laughs> I think Tori submitted another one, too. Mm-hmm. She said, I would like to know whether or not he saw Regina as a baby. He did, because he said he did. Yeah, he said she was more portable. He yeah. knew her back then. Maybe that's when he got her tears and just decided, I might need these someday. Yep. And on the same track, Jet says more deeper into <laughs> Hook's backstory. So I guess this is a whole backstory. Um, like everyone wants to see backstory. And the last one here is EJ. I really want to see Emma's backstory and also another Emma versus t- <laughs> Tamara body slam would be fantastic. Absolutely. Emma, <laughs> Emma just body slamming everybody would be fantastic. <laughs> What could make a cool video as people are making all of these like Rumbell romance videos and um, <laughs> snow and charming romance videos and all of this with the nice romantic music. It'd be funny if they had something like that with Emma and Tamara and then like the song changes beats seriously. And then it's just like body slam, body slam, body people, <laughs> let it begin here. Wrecked ships. Uh. Send us your favorite wrecked ships that you want to see. Relationships that are just not working out in any way, and all they can do is fight. Then have a body slam fighting reel. And we could see stop. We could see straw stuck to cardigans and body slamming, and that would be great. We need a fight reel. <laughs> yes, somebody make this happen. <laughs> Mike said, "I want to see Belle now that she is on her own and needs to step up instead of being a damsel in distress." Well, she's um, done that. Well, not in Storybrooke, though. That's true. Has she not? Wait, as Lacey, she wasn't a damsel in distress. <laughs> but she wasn't Belle when she was Lacey. Yeah, she she was an odd character as Lacey. She... She's a know. pretty strong character as Lacey. But let's, I guess we could take this from, maybe he means step up, like, as leadership. Step up and be a strong good women not like strong and coming on to mm-hmm. people all the time right. <laughs> strong and uh alcohol breath pool a pool hustler or something <laughs> wasn't that what she was yeah she was a hustler <laughs> jeremy next section go ahead and read the name really <laughs> i refuse uh, i refuse i'll read it hooker panda inappropriate just inappropriate <laughs> I want to see Regina happily in love. Now, where is the fun in that? I ask you. (laughs) She might be able to be in love. I don't think she can be happily in love. I think that would just take the claws away from 
the panda. Who would love her though? I'm trying to figure out like what character oh, would love her. I don't know how the whole panda thing started. Okay, everybody's going to send hate mail now. Who would love Regina? I'm, they're going to I'm just thinking they're going to have to introduce a new character. <laughs> what if they do? They or, might. Or and she if, might fall in love with him. What if she falls in love with Peter Pan? <sighs> Maybe she will. Um, <clears throat> Peter Pan will have to grow up first though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Inappropriate. Shayla and Elizabeth also said similar things uh, that Regina to to get love and not just the love of a mother for her child, but another true love. Mm. And we should start shipping Regina and Peter Pan. Regina Pan. That's like Ran. Peter Rena or uh, Peter Pan is a boy, (laughs) like a young boy. Well, or is he? Yeah. Yeah. That's what Peter Pan is. Or maybe like after he steps out of Neverland, he's something. It's not for a while land. It's Neverland. (laughs) He's a child. (laughs) Yeah. He's too young for Regina. (laughs) Maybe Regina will adopt Peter Pan. Uh, Or she'll be be like Wendy. He's going to go back to Storybook and he's going to just suddenly, there's going to be like this ripple and he's just going to go boing and he's going to be an adult and he's going to be like, that is crap. Why am I full grown all of a sudden? I missed the whole middle part. Except then he's going to be like 300 and he's just going to die. But I don't think it happens that way. So just forget that shit. But Regina will have found true love before he died. Maybe in the two seconds of of growing up and he was actually her age. Then she'd be like, I love you. I love you. And then he's dead. (laughs) (laughs) So weird. Well, speaking of a favorite couple, Sarah said Greg and Tamara realizing they are working for Peter Pan. And Tamara gets so angry about it that that. Pan kills her for her defiance. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that one. You thought the Hunger Games was bad, people. Now there's <laughs> children killing adults. <laughs> and very similar, Hannah97 said, I want to see Greg and Tamara realize they've been manipulated by Peter Pan. Then he kills them because he no longer needs oh them. They just want to see those two die. <laughs> oh my goodness. No redemption. Just die. For real. If Regina can have a good side... I think those two can, too. I think I would be satisfied if I saw Tamara scared. (laughs) If I could just see her scared, I would be satisfied. I don't want to see her die. I just want to see her scared. I had no idea who I was working for. I didn't know I was doing this. And Snow Bunny wants to see the home office. And she said, who are these people? Exactly. Great. I want to see that, too. Okay. Emma, oh wait. Okay, I guess this is about Emma and the circumstances of Henry's adoption. Um, th- I don't know this, who said this. This came from Emma. Sorry, I okay, forgot the okay. colon. Okay, Emma. In there. From Emma, the circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> okay, now there are colon. There's a colon there now. <laughs> Emma says the circumstances of Henry's adoption. I want to see that too. Imagine him being dropped off via August on his bike. Wow, it's like Harry Potter and Hagrid. Yeah, yeah, in, in, <laughs> that's what she said here. Oh, in, in a Harry Potter still moment. It's so funny. And more blue. I guess that means blue fairy. Mm-hmm. I guess we do need to see more blue fairy. Because she is pretty old and she looks great. You would be satisfied seeing Tamara scared. I would be satisfied seeing people just go back to calling her blue. Really? I've said it before. Stop calling her mother superior. It's the biggest mouthful. It indicates she's a nun, which she's not. She's not anymore. She's a fairy. She's oh just a fairy. Gosh. Just, just a call fairy. her blue fairy or blue. Such a big name for Please. such a small thing. Yes. Fairy <laughs> thing person. And Rant. 
Pink. <laughs> okay. On the same track, uh, Ms. Fantastical <laughs> would love to see Harry's adoption story. Me too. We just said yep. that. So we want to see where Henry comes from. Yeah. And mm. Ivanine, I think I said that right. Ivanine. Eva- sure. Evan- Eva- Could be Ivani. Ivani. We'll just go with that. The backstory, how Regina got Henry. And we all want to see that. Yes, yes, yes. All three of you. I think that is one of those points that we will see that (laughs) is on their radar as something they definitely want to show us. Cool. I want to see it. Yeah. Show us. (laughs) Show us. Show us the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Feedback from Ange. I want to see Regina and Rumpel work together to save Henry and defeat the home office so that magic can be saved. And please let, the, this is my part, please let the home office not be the name of the primary enemy for season three because that'd be a little lame. But yeah, whatever the home office, office represents. Yes. Somebody's name being home office? That would be a what? very no, odd name. No, not somebody's name. Oh. <laughs> but just if they're walking Everybody around going, home office. It's the home office. Run. No. Mm-mm. No. Um, yeah. Gina Rumpel, I think we will see that. I I don't know that it will be that neat of a little package, but I think we'll see that. And along with that, also, Sharin uh, on Facebook said, they want to see Charmings, Regina, Hook, and Rumple doing actual teamwork. <laughs> well, define actual. Well, they've all been against each other. So all far, of them. All of them. So far, they all got on a ship and it went straight down a hole in the ocean. So there's that. Let's just hope that they're all getting along, you know? Mm-hmm. That would be nice to see. Since they're I all working on f- the same thing. I think it'd be fun if the show picked up like three to six months later and they've been on the island in neverland mm-hmm. working and and like they're in this state and we're like how do they get like this and then there are flashbacks to when they first got there hey, i think that, that would be, be fun cool. could be and kyra said i want to see forgiveness and healing between regina and snow ellie very similarly said snow and regina getting redemption but quite dissimilarly, Greg says more of Regina behaving badly. <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to go, Craig. I can just see Regina and Snow now. They're, they just they sit down. They're just having a heart-to-heart. Regina's like, let me see how your heart's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the black's almost gone. Splat. Put it back. Guess I'll have to kill you after all. <laughs> no, because now they're all reconciled and forgiving. Oh. I wish you could check my heart, but... You can't rip out hearts, so... I'll just rip my own out. Oh, Look yeah, at it. I could do that. I want to <laughs> see Regina rip out her own heart. I'm just going to add that to Ooh, the Ooh, what if they swapped hearts? That'd be weird. That would be weird. What in the heck? Why would they do that? <laughs> Why would hey, you say that? <laughs> well, wait a minute. It could be an interesting way for Snow to redeem herself. Like, she sees that Regina might be so corrupt that she can't be saved, and then Snow decides, you take my heart. This will save you. I mean that's that's kind of like you know it's kind of a weird. Greater if love has Snow no man than this. can clean up a heart, then she could yeah definitely take Regina's bad heart and clean it up. Well, it would with be, her good intentions. Would Snow have to go without a heart, or would Snow be like a heart dialysis machine? Oh, <laughs> maybe just kind of blend them together a little bit. Ew. Anyway, Emma said whether Snow will use her bandant cape and go undercover as a lost girl. 
Mm. Bandit um, cape? Does she have one of those? Yeah, she wore it many times. Did she times buy in one? Past Enchanted Forest. Maybe she'll find one. Someone's bed sheets and <laughs> with her short hair. If she threw dirt on her face, she could actually go as a lost boy. Oh, not um, really. I'm not saying she looks like a boy. Um, I'm just email, that's why the dirt, the hate mail too. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not a lost. She wouldn't be a lost girl. She'd be a lost woman. A lost, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> lost woman <laughs> with a rock. <laughs> All right, Ellie says, I want to see the core characters return to who they were before in the Enchanted Forest. Hmm. I want to see all the characters working together for a common cause. So, like, kind of a reset yeah. to everything. Like, yeah. Hmm. Yep. Want me to continue? Yeah. Doomcat says, I'd like to see mass personality swaps between characters what? who still remember who they are and what they do. That that sounds a lot like more of the they were both conflicts. Of, yeah, and, I couldn't figure this one out either. And it seems like we've kind of moved past that, that they're mature now and they recognize who huh. they actually are, but yet they can still pull from both personalities. Yeah. Personality swaps. I was thinking of like Freaky Grumpy Friday Day. kind oh. of thing. It's like, so you want... <laughs> David to play the role of Ruby. Actually, it's always fun at uh, not they don't do this all the time, but they've done it a couple times at different panels with some of the cast. The cast members have been asked if you could play anyone else on the show, who would it be? <laughs> and like several people will say Regina. I think like even Josh Dallas who plays Prince Charming said, "I'd enjoy playing Regina." <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Another Ellie says I've always wanted to see Rubble Stelskin lose his memories and become just Mr. Gold. What was Mr. Gold's cursed personality? I guess we didn't get really to, you know, see that. He was just a pawn shop owner. We saw it a little bit before little he bit. went in Welcome to Storybrooke. Very, oh yeah. Yeah, right. but was he an angry person? Was he a quiet person? He was, was a controlling he? person. And people, remember even in the pilot when we first oh, met yeah. him in Granny's. Why do people always ask me that? Well, that was later, but um, <laughs> everyone did fear him in some way yeah, because true. they said he owns the town. He's got, he had comfort and power. Mm -hmm. That's what he had. All right. Jed said, I would like to see Mr. Gold turn back into Rumsel Stiltskin again. His undoing, perhaps? Hmm. Uh, yeah, that that could be an interesting way of taking undoing is undoing of what he's become mm. back to what he was. And Aaron J says, I want to see Rubble's undoing via Henry and what that means. I I, I think we'll see that in season three. You think so? Cool. Yeah. You don't you don't think it was a poison? No, because even in the finale, when Rumpelstiltskin was leaving, and he kissed Belle, and he said um, that Henry was going to be his is going to be his undoing, but he was still going to save Henry anyway because Henry is his grandson. So Rumpelstiltskin still thinks that his undoing is yet to come, mm. and it's not just that one incident. Oh, we were so sure. Mm -hmm. And by the way, Aaron J will be our co-host for our upcoming Once Upon a Time in Wonderland Yay. podcast, which we will be recording very, very soon and launching very soon as well. We're going to launch it shortly before the uh, season or the whole pilot episode of 
Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And we will be recording that podcast on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time or Eastern Time. And that will be at the usual place live at oncepodcast.com slash live. We'll just be doing one episode per week of that podcast. And we'll still continue doing initial reactions for Once Upon a Time, but then have this other show with just one episode per week per TV show episode. So we're looking forward to welcoming Aaron Jay into our podcast team to do that with us. We've got a bunch of relationships listed that people want to see because Once Upon a Time has a lot of shippers, people who love the relationships in it, and it is very much focused on relationships. Uh, Sully Days. Wait, Sully. How about just Sully? Yeah. Said a loving moment between Regina and Henry initiated by Henry. Ellie said snowing, which is snow and Prince Charming. It did. It it can't not happen. It has to happen. Yeah. Uh, Ellie also wants to see Captain Swan. I don't want to see that one. <laughs> Obi's girl said, "I want to see Neverland, Captain Charming Bromance, Rumple, <laughs> Captain Swan, Hook, and all the Captain Swan fan fiction I've read come true." She's clearly uh, a Captain Swan fan. Uh, yeah, but Captain Swan, if I may, what about use Neil? the ship name? is a distraction because we all know where Emma is headed and that's to Neil. Yep. So that would just make hook a regret. Yeah, true. Sorry to drop that little bomb. Or he, <laughs> Oh, so many people are going to hate me for saying this. What if he sacrifices himself for either Emma or Neil so that they can be back together? That would be lovely. It would be. And so many people are going to hate that. <laughs> it would be, be lovely, but it, was sh- it would also be a shame. I mean, why? He could be shipped with somebody else. <laughs> That's not what we call This is not real life, people. It, we don't say ship. Oh, I don't like ship names or the term shipping. Or sorry, Would you rather us say over. relationship? We would rather relationship him with blah, 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 blah. I just had a moment. It's okay. I'll be fine. Let's just. Finish this. <laughs> Ashley, of course, wants to see Rumbell. So many people want to see Rumbell. No more ropey kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley also wants to see more about the Blue Fairy because she feels like there's something interesting, an interesting story there. She had there to have a love be. life, right? Maybe, or just what Blue Fairy's backstory do is. Fairies, do fairies get to romance. have boyfriends? No. She well, pretty much laid down the law on that one. What if she did that because she has some kind of history? Mm. Maybe she learned the hard way, but that still means they can't. Or at least she believes that. She has a lifelong love affair with magic. Aren't, it was a flicker of light amongst a notion of darkness. Aren't fairies <laughs> born from baby laughter? <laughs> what? A fairy was just born. <laughs> what? From, Excuse, no, me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. That would be cool to know how fairies, fairies how fairies came to be because you know we you hear that that fairies are born <laughs> from baby laughter. Well, and they did refer to um, blue fairy or Rogorm as the original magic. Yeah. So what if there is a story? Dude, I'm thinking of a quote from Hook, and it was you know the movie with uh, Robin Williams yeah. as Peter Pan. And said, uh, when the first baby laughed for the first time, 
like it all went speaking about or something like that. <laughs> I don't that know was the, what's happening That was right the beginning now. of fairies. So I don't know. Maybe they'll show us <laughs> where fairies came from. Skipping about, not speaking. Yeah. Shannon also wants to see a proper introduction for Belle and Bay. Because remember, when Bay oh, yeah. met Belle, she was Lacey. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. So that would be nice to see a proper introduction. When people say Bay, I still think of the child, not Yeah, Neil. Neil. And I'm starting to mix those names together as well. Neil. A proper introduction for Belle and Neil. Hmm. We'll put it that way. He's her age, isn't isn't he? He's close <laughs> to it. <laughs> All right. So moving on from the ships, uh, unless you're talking about pirate ships, Nick wants to know what Peter Pan is like. I'm going to say he's childlike. <laughs> childlike, maybe with a temper and a vendetta. I don't know. That's my prediction. Because I think it's already been established. I, whatever that we've already talked about, <laughs> it says if Pan is, or I get what? Not Pulse. sure how to interpret that one. If if Pan is uh, either Rumpel's father or has something to do with Rumpel's father and who Tamara really is. Which, uh, Pan as Rumpel's father, that could be weird. But remember, Rumpelstiltskin's father did abandon him a while back. But I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a story we need to see. But then again, you know, certain connections have been established that I thought were unnecessary. And uh, they ended up being there. Like tomorrow ended up being someone actually important. <laughs> True. Angela said, I want to see an intriguing, imaginative, and original take on Neverland. I really think we will see that. I do too. They... That's what the whole show's been doing. Mm -hmm. If they don't do it with Neverland, then that's going to be weird. And also just a few um, extra characters and some other things some people want to see. Eric said he wants to see the absences of Cinderella and Abigail to be explained. And uh, maybe bring those characters back a little mm -hmm. bit. Leslie said, I'd like to see introduction of more new characters. All right. We're going to Neverland. We're, 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 I think we're going to be introduced yeah, to a few and yet, people. That is, among critics, a big complaint is how many new characters are added on a regular basis. Yeah. It starts to make it hard to focus on the characters we love. So, I'm sure we'll get some new characters, but you might have to say goodbye to some, too. Chelsea said, three little pigs associated with red. <laughs> okay. You remember when As we thought... pigs or humans. Do you remember when we thought Dr. Well was a pig? Mm. <laughs> and we also thought he was the big bad wolf at different points. I wanted him to be the gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And, and Betsy wants to see the Mad Hatter again. Well, yeah. that'd be great yes. to see Jefferson back. Yep. Although if he's going to be anywhere, I would think that might be... Wonderland. I want to see him and his daughter together. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty much like they got a happy ending and bye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I think their story could be resolved. But with Wonderland, yeah, very true that they that would be the place to bring him back. I don't remember seeing them get together. It was... I remember he, that he was mad and he started because he didn't get what he wanted. So he started... He let Belle out. And he told her to go to Mr. Gold, so he hasn't gotten Paige back yet, mm -hmm. from what I understand. He did. It was 
he went to the bus stop and saw her and then they got back together. Oh, I'm forgetting that. Yeah. Very emotional moment. You blocked it out. So, so thank you so much, everyone, for sending these great ideas of what you'd like to see in season three. You can continue this conversation by commenting in the show notes at oncepodcast.com slash 107 to let us know what you'd like to see in season three. We've got some cool things coming up. Well, season three coming up very soon. It resumes on September 29th at 8 and 7 central. But it's going to be a special two-hour season premiere event. Now, the episode itself looks like it will be just an hour. So that will be the 8 to, eight to 9 mm-hmm. Eastern, um, Mountain, and Pacific, and then 7 Central. But there is going to be probably some kind of recap beforehand. So they're calling it a two-hour premiere event. So you may still want to see the recap, especially if you kind of like us, didn't rewatch season two over the summertime, then this might be a good way to refresh on things and catch up on some of the stuff too. So that will be on Sunday, September 29th. So the season premiere event starts at 7, 6 central. And that might be different if you're in a different country though. And we've also got just before Once Upon a Time returns, we're doing another Once Upon a Time roundtable with other Once Upon a Time podcasters. This will be roundtable number four, and we've got a couple of the other podcasters already signed up to do this with us. Rebecca Johnson from Operation Cobra Podcast and Bill Meeks from Greetings from Storybrooke. And they also co-hosted a panel at DragonCon, a fan panel for Once Upon a Time. So big props to you guys for doing that. And you can watch their videos over in their separate podcast feeds as well. You can sign up for that or sign up to be notified of it on Google+, Plus, which is the tool we'll use. Go to oncepodcast.com slash roundtable, and you'll be able to watch live. You don't have to have a Google Plus account to watch, but you will have to have a Google Plus account if you want to chat in the chat room or if you want to send us a question to discuss on the panel. That's a new feature inside of Google Plus. So that will be at Google Plus, and the easy way to get to that is oncepodcast.com slash roundtable. That will be on Wednesday, September 25th at 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, GMT minus 5. Check that out at oncepodcast.com slash roundtable. Just before we get into the spoilers, we've got Hunter on the line. Hunter Hathaway provides our spoilers. Thank you so much, Hunter, for providing those spoilers on such a great, consistent basis for us and doing such a great job. Oh, not a problem. We discussed earlier our top five moments from Once Upon a Time's second season. And before we get into spoilers, share with us your top five moments. Okay. These aren't really in any order like you guys did before. But um, my first one would be the character of Mulan because I just love her. Mm. And they showed them mixing it up, that, that it's not all fairy tales, like that they did pull from other areas, like with the whole Dr. Whale slash Dr. Frankenstein, that kind of thing. Because um, to that point, hadn't been mostly all just fairy tale characters. Hmm. So that's why I like that one. Um, the storybook beginnings, because it showed how it came to be all of a sudden. And like, I'd always wondered how they were, they tried to build it up. Like, did they build up the city? Like, how did it come to be? So it just pop, there it is. 
Yeah, that was that was my number one, and mm-hmm. Jeremy's number one too, right? Uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ethan Embry, he was there. I just love him. So when I saw he was being cast in the show, I was just so excited. Um, That's Greg. It, yeah, but it also showed that outsiders were able to get into Storybrooke now. Um, the different side of Belle. I loved her as Lacey. I don't know why. I just loved her as Lacey. <laughs> well, now, did you like her personality or did you like seeing how different she was? What, what aspect I, did you like? I think I liked how different she was because she'd always been so tame and quiet and all that kind of stuff. And that Lacey was nothing like that. Hmm. And then my last one would be Emma's backstory. I love seeing how she met Neil and got the bug and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. The, the bug's backstory with a side focus on <laughs> Emma and Neil. Hush. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Do you have a bottom moment of Once Upon a Time second season? I don't know. Um... I mean, it's hard to ask people, what did you hate about the show you love? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't remember episodes off the top of my head, but there were some of them that were just like more slower than others. Like I usually watch them like two to three times in a week. Mm-hmm. I would I would watch it once initially, then I'd watch it the next day, and then I watch it later on in the week, right before the next one came up. And there was like one of them, one or two of them. I can't remember which episode it was, but it was just like so slow and not much happened. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't really need to watch that one again yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, but. I can't really think of one thing that I didn't like. I think, I think maybe it might have been the fire room. Yeah. I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I was just like, okay, so they're both in this fire room. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of from out of nowhere. But. Okay. Well, awesome. Great list. We'll add that to our list as well over at oncepodcast.com slash 107. Big thanks to everyone who reviewed us in iTunes, and we get ratings and reviews quite often, and we especially appreciate these written reviews because they encourage us and they help other people find the podcast. So, Black German Shepherd, Caped Cow, Lindsay Harrington, A Jolt of Sparkle, <laughs> Book Lover 1959, Lafort C, and Dreetine, Dreetine, I think. Oi. Uh, Um, Thank you so much for writing reviews for us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. And if you have not left a review for us in iTunes, please go to oncepodcast.com slash iTunes, and we'll give you a shout out in the episode. If you've already reviewed us, thank you so much. Please go check out some of these other reviews, the recent reviews, and mark them as helpful. That's at oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. We're going to have Hunter Hathaway join us after we end this podcast with the music as we'll discuss some spoilers and what will be coming in season three not just what we think may be coming but what is coming in season three so stick around after the music for that information we've got a lot of stuff going on we've got the once upon a time in wonderland podcast launching soon you can get that and continue getting once podcast from the same website oncepodcast.com or you'll want to subscribe to the Wonderland podcast when we launch it. It will be a separate podcast feed, so you'll hear just episodes about Wonderland and just episodes about Once Upon a Time. And again, though, you can get both of those eventually from oncepodcast.com. Please send us your feedback on the next episode of Once Upon a Time. Send us your thoughts and theories 
after you watch the episode, we'll have our live initial reactions on Sunday at 9.15 Eastern Daylight Time at oncepodcast.com slash live. And join us for that, our short initial reactions, and send us your feedback via email to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call and leave a voicemail at any time of the day to 903-231-2221. You can also go to oncepodcast.com and send a voice message right from the website. And follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on Twitter at The Ramen Noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me on Twitter as Phlegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me on Twitter. And my name's Jenny Snook. And stick around for the spoilers with Hunter Hathaway. So until next time, have a happy ever after. Thank you for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. Big thanks to our people who donated money to make this episode of Once Podcast possible. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, whether you're a company or an individual, please go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor. Let's get into some spoilers. So, listener, if you don't want to hear spoilers, then go ahead and stop the podcast now. You won't miss anything else. You'll only miss the spoilers that we're about to uh, discuss. But please definitely comment on the show notes what you thought of some of the other stuff that we discuss. So now that we are in spoilers territory, what have you got for us, Hunter? So I got a um, synopsis of episode one, which is The Heart of the Truest Believer. It'll be directed by Ralph Hemlicker, and it's written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. Um, ABC put out that in search, in search of Henry, Emma, Mary Margaret, David, Regina, Dr. Gould, and Hook travel to Neverland, where they meet threatening mermaids. Meanwhile, Henry and another boy attempt to escape from the Lost Boys and Peter Pan. In the Enchanted Forest, a still-recovering Neil and Mulan embark on a quest to discover the fate of Henry and Emma. So, um, it's a lot of stuff that we kind of knew was going to happen already, that they're going to search for him. And I like seeing that it's Mulan is back, because in the last episode, her face was covered, so we don't know if it was really her. Yeah. Like, if we would see her again this season. Yeah, Jamie Chun was not available for... Uh, that episode, but you know, it worked enough for them to record it, just have someone there with their face covered with right. the mask. But to see her coming back in Once Upon a Time as a character will be great. I yes. think to bring some resolution there and so they don't have to just explain how she suddenly disappeared or got killed off. Yeah. And like I said before, I love the character of Mulan. So <laughs> I'm happy that she's back. Hmm. So last time we talked, um, I gave you guys... Episode two is called Lost Girl. Mm -hmm. It's directed by Ron Underwood and written by Andrew Chambliss and Catalina Vasquez. And then since then, we've also found out uh, the rest of the episodes up until seven. So we've got episode three, Quite a Common, uh, Quite a Common Fairy. It's directed by Alex, and I'm not even going to attempt this last name right now. <laughs> Zachar <laughs> Zuski, and it's but it's written by Jane Epsonson, so oh, that's good. Okay. Hmm. I wonder, uh, Jane Espenson mm -hmm. tends to make these backstories really well. So 
the, with the name of that episode makes me wonder if this might be the Blue Fairy's backstory. Yeah, that could be. I don't know. I like her stuff, so it's always good. <laughs> episode four is Nasty Habits. Um, it's written by David H. Goodman and Robert Hall. There's no director yet that I saw. So, um, Episode five, Good Form, is written by Christine Boylan and Daniel T. Thompson. Um, episode six is, Ari- is Ariel, and it's written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. I wonder what that episode's going to be about. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can't get any more blunt than that. And then episode seven is Dark Hollow, written by Catalina Vasquez and Andrew Chambliss. Ooh, and that's the new title that we just learned about just recently. Yes. Dark Hollow. That, that sounds nice and mysterious. I think that's the one that's around um, Halloween time, too. So maybe something like Sleepy Hollow-ish? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, and uh, new competition or competition for that new TV show, Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch it. That premiered what, Monday night. Yeah, fairly recently. So, but that's what I got on the new episodes. Cool, and we have some casting calls as well too for certain characters that we're going to see at some point very soon. Correct. The casting calls that I came up with was one was for Liam. He's going to be in episode five. He's a grown-up orphan, but is now a captain of a Navy ship. Um, Devin is one of Peter Pan's lost boys, and he's been for many years, and he is very competitive. And Colin is Rumpelstiltskin's father, and he'll be featured in episodes eight and 11. Hmm. That's a spoiler I didn't want to know. Yeah, that's a little bit, that's a little bit big. <laughs> Sorry? Oh. <laughs> well, we're talking about it before and how you think you like about his father and stuff so yeah, well it's it's hard to go into a spoiler section and complain about spoilers right so okay so what that, <laughs> that, what that means i'm gonna whisper this so jenny doesn't hear because jenny stepped out of our spoiler conversation <laughs> but um what that means is that peter pan couldn't be rumpelstiltskin's father well everybody's got two or three names on this show so you know well what? yeah it, it could be right. something like he was cursed to become a boy and be a boy for the rest of yeah, his existence could do yep. anything. <laughs> or maybe he was a lost boy and he got away somehow and grew up. Like, there's, it doesn't, it doesn't say anything about, um, the, it just says who the character is. It doesn't say, like, if there's going to be a young version of him mm. or not. So. Right. It surprises me that they would actually say who the character would be instead of just saying plays a father. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Like I said, I was just, googling it and i found that and i'm like wow that almost makes me wonder if it's a red herring just something they're <laughs> leaking out there intentionally to mislead us i don't know it could be i mean they've done it before yeah. awesome so. so we've got some really cool things for season three coming up which at the time of this recording is only a week and a half away and i uh, will be very soon this is our last official once podcast i mean this is our last, let me rephrase that, because we're the unofficial podcast, but this is our last regular Once Podcast episode before season three premieres, and we'll be doing the roundtable and discussing some more spoilers also in the roundtable as well. But Hunter, you do a great job providing the spoilers, and I know you're going to be sticking around for season yes, three. Yes, absolutely. And uh, what is something that you're hoping to see in season three. We discussed this, I think, before, but also uh, we shared so many 
uh, things from everyone else with the spoilers that you know, Mm -hmm. what do you want to see or of what you think we will see? What do you think will be your favorite? I'm well, we don't really know for sure, but I'm really looking forward to the Ariel um, storyline and if they get Ursula and who it is Mm. in the storyline. Because you were talking before about it, but um, they have hinted that like people aren't usually who we think that they are. So Ursula could be, they could be a way of making it Rumpelstiltskin again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my go-to for everyone. But like, but like, is it someone else that we've already met, or are they going to bring in someone new? Because we are. I already know that they've got Ariel and Prince Eric cast. So I'm really excited. Mm. Yeah, we've got some cool things coming up for Once Upon a Time. You'll be sharing some cool stuff with us as we continue. How can people follow you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Bit of Pixie Dust. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hunter, for the spoilers and joining us for our live recording of One's podcast. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. 